This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1644. What does trust and commitment look like in a relationship? By Mary Beth George with Gottman.com. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well today. I'm Greg Audino, here to read to you from another great article that can help you improve your relationships. I'm so glad you've tuned in today and taken this step towards creating and sustaining more love in your life. And I think you'll find that this post helps you do just that, as we will be taking a really great look at what it means to be trusting and committed. Uh, And then as usual, I will have my own commentary at the end. So let's dive right in today and start optimizing your life. What does trust and commitment look like in a relationship? By Mary Beth George with Gottman.com. With bellies miserably full of Thai beef and noodles, he washed the dishes and I dried. Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran was playing in the background. When your legs don't work like they used to before, and I can't sweep you off of your feet, will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? We'll start our low-carb diet tomorrow. This time for real, I said with conviction to my husband, Sean. He nodded in agreement. He's heard it before. But he knows my weaknesses after 25 years together, noodles being at the top of that list. I overeat and then complain. Instead of judging me, He grabbed a bottle of wine and some dark chocolate, this man really knows me, and sat down at the table to continue our quiet, stay-at-home Valentine's Day celebration. So, who wants to go first? He asked. Earlier in the day, I told him I wanted to have the first date from John and Julie Gottman's new book, Eight Dates, Essential Conversations for a Lifetime of Love. Each date is focused on a topic crucial to a healthy relationship. I do, I said, not giving him a chance to respond. Date one is Lean on Me, Trust and Commitment. Conversation topics include, what does trust and commitment look like in our relationship? How can we make each other feel safe? What are our agreements about trust and commitment? After reading that chapter earlier in the day, I followed the directions in the book and compiled a list of things that I cherish about Sean. While there were many things on my list, there were 10 that stood out. I envisioned sharing in David Letterman top 10 list fashion. Trust, cherishing, and commitment. When you cherish your partner, you feel that they're irreplaceable. You simply cannot imagine your life without them, even when times are rough. You find ways to tell them that you appreciate them, and you do that often. This builds trust in the relationship. Cherishing and commitment go together, but they're different. Commitment is really a verb, because it is the actions you take daily to let your partner know you are with them, and that you make decisions with them in mind. When you choose commitment, you resist the temptation to betray your partner. 
You create trust and safety by turning towards them to work out your differences. Gratitude is nurtured by knowing what you have, rather than focusing on what you don't have. There's no gossiping or trashing of your partner to others. Commitment in Action Sean and I have had our share of difficult times. That's for sure. When our son was a colicky infant, we leaned on each other for support, despite being sleep-deprived and cranky with one another. When my mother and beloved dog both died in the same year, I had a hard time shaking off my depression. We argued more than ever and found ourselves in couples counseling. Despite these and other challenges, we never gave up on one another. The thing that sealed the deal for me was when I had a major health crisis 12 years ago. My mysterious illness had my doctor stumped, and I was terrified. Our lives were turned upside down for months on end, with scary symptoms and no treatment. My life and my outlook were forever changed. It wasn't until I got a diagnosis and learned to manage my chronic symptoms that I could reflect on how it changed us as a couple. I had been too absorbed in my own fear to recognize how scared my husband was too. His life was also forever changed. But instead of complaining, he expressed cherishing and commitment by supporting me through my illness in ways that I took for granted at the time. He rubbed my back when I was scared. He drove me to the emergency room in the middle of the night on countless occasions. When I had to change my diet, he joined me. He developed a patience with me that had not been there before. He was less quick to argue over small stuff, and he started leaving love notes for me. While he never came out and said it, Almost losing me made him realize how much I meant to him. I felt loved and cared for. We now joke that my near-death experience is the secret to our healthy marriage. Thinking out loud. As I compiled my top 10 list for our date, I realized I was describing our everyday life. I wrote down things like playing and laughing together, and that we get each other's sense of humor. I wrote down raising a child and dogs together, a connection that is precious to us, but was often fraught with stress, cleaning up bodily functions, and money we could have spent in far more fun ways. I wrote down being comfortable to be myself with Sean, and having my faults and bad habits accepted. And that includes eating noodles, knowing full well that I will complain about it afterward. The song was still playing as I started reading my list to him. So honey now, take me into your loving arms. Kiss me under the light of a thousand stars. Place your head on my beating heart. I'm thinking out loud. Maybe we found love right where we are. You just listened to the post titled, What Does Trust and Commitment Look Like in a Relationship? by Mary Beth George with Gottman.com. And thanks a lot to Mary Beth for this very open and touching post about her and her husband. You know, she spoke so relatably, talking about how their arguments became more frequent and frustration really set in during some of their tough times. We've all been there, right? Those times really do test relationships, and they often, unfortunately, serve as the catalyst to them ending. We, of course, want to avoid those times, and we pray for them to speed by as quickly as possible when we're in the throes of them. Well, should you and your loved one be going through something similar, think about this article and ask yourself, even though this is difficult, how is it helping us grow closer together? How might we be thankful for this down the road? And what can we do now to ensure that we'll be thankful for it? It's a really subtle shift, yet a valid and highly important one to help you reframe those tough times that otherwise may even make you want to give up. So think on that, everyone. It's time to get going for today. But as always, I'm so thankful for your time, and I hope you enjoyed this post as much as I did. 
Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. That's where your optimal life awaits.